0: Now for our story. Tonight, Dell Shipley's apartment above her nightclub, the Golden Peacock, was lit only by a solitary lamp in a far corner of the room. It was very quiet. The club was closed now, for it was after two o'clock, and the entertainers and staff were dressing to leave. Dell had come up to the peace and quiet of her own quarters not long before. Now, having changed from her smart gown into a loose-fitting negligee, she is sitting in a low easy chair with her head resting on the back. Her eyes closed.
1: Oh, gosh, it's good to just let go and relax. Wish I had the sense to get out of this racket and take it easy. But if I did, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. (laughs) I'm not like Aunt Mary, able to keep busy doing things for other people, running a house. Mary sounded real worried when I talked to her the other day. She sure got that kid Lisa on her mind. I wonder what bothers that girl. Well, I guess I'll have to talk to her. I promised Mary I would. But I sure hate to mix up in it. Especially after what Millie said. She did her best, and all she got was a fast brush-off. Oh, Lord. For two cents, I wouldn't answer. Oh, come in, Lisa. Hello, hon. I'm glad to see you.
2: Oh, I know it's awfully late. Oh,
1: forget it. I've just been sitting here feeling kind of sorry for myself. In another minute, I'd have been crying into my beer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Sometimes I sit alone for hours just thinking. <laughs> when Lily catches me, she always tells me to snap out of it.
1: Lily doesn't go in for daydreaming much herself. <laughs> At least she'd have you to believe that. But I don't know. I keep this grin on my puss all night for the customers. It's nice to look gloomy if I want to. When I'm alone. <laughs> well, hon, how's the world been treating you? We haven't seen much of each other lately.
2: No, we haven't. That's why I wanted to talk to you tonight. I've got something I want to tell you.
1: You have? Well, that's what I'm here for. Everyone treating you all right at the club, I hope? Oh, yes, that's not it. Good. I always like to know if there are any beefs so we can get them ironed out.
2: It is about the job, though, Mrs. Shipley. Don't call me Mrs. Shipley, Hun. Hon.
1: You make me feel like an old lady. (laughs) All
2: right, Dell. What I wanted to say is, I've decided to leave. Oh? What for? Well, I'm not doing a good job. I'm ruining the whole show. Now, take it easy. No, really. I know you're willing to keep me on for Aunt Mary's sake, but I don't want you to do that. It's not fair. What do you
1: mean, it's not fair?
2: I mean, you'll just lose business that way, and I don't want that to happen. If I go away, you can get somebody else who will do you some good.
1: Now, listen, kid. There's not a thing in the world wrong with your act. You're attractive and a good dancer, and there's no reason why you shouldn't go over big if you'd half try. But the trouble with you is you haven't got your heart in it.
2: I guess maybe that's right, Del. But I don't, and there's nothing I can do about it, I'm afraid. You see, I haven't got a heart to put in my work anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. You've got a broken heart, so you're just going to let your work go to the dickens. And then what? Going to sit around feeling sorry for yourself and gradually wind up by falling to pieces completely? That doesn't make sense.
2: Oh, I know it doesn't, but... Look, Lisa.
1: I know a little about what's eating you. I might as well admit. Lily and I have talked it over a couple of times. We had to, because we were worried about you. I wouldn't guess it, but Lily's the kind of a girl who can't stand to see anyone falling apart without trying to stick them together again. And in my own way, I guess I'm almost as bad. Anyway, I've got the general idea that you're unhappy about this split-up with your husband.
2: Yes, that's part of it.
1: Well, I know how you feel. But you can't let things like that get you down, hon. You've got to fight or you go under.
2: I've tried to fight, Del. But I guess I've just given up. I'm tired. Listen, kid.
1: I felt that way once. My husband's ship got sick. Well, it was worse than that. He... He lost touch with the everyday world, if you know what I mean. I had to put him in a mental hospital.
2: Oh, Dale,
1: I'm not trying to give you the sad story of my life, kid. All I want to say is I know what it is to have things go wrong. You feel you can't keep on. All you want is to crawl off in a dark corner and be let alone.
2: Yes, that's it.
1: Not to think. But you see, hon, it's no good that way. You have to keep going. If you give in, you're a gone goose.
2: Oh, I don't know. Sometimes it seems to me people reach a point where they haven't the strength to care anymore.
1: You can get over anything, if you really want to. I wonder if you can. Sure you can. I know what I'm talking about.
2: But it's your own fault that things are the way they are. And yet there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Who says there's nothing you can do about it? There's always a way to make things right.
2: Oh, no, there is. Not for me. I don't believe it. What's true, there's no way for me to retrace, go back.
1: You know, Lisa, it makes me pretty sore seeing someone just give up the ghost. If that's the way you feel, I guess I ought to keep my sticky little fingers out of this thing. That's what I wanted to do, but I can't.
2: Dell, I just wanted to tell you I was leaving, that's all. I don't want to put you in a spot just because Aunt Mary thrust me on you.
1: Aunt Mary. Yeah, I was thinking of her, too. Look, Lisa, if you want to clear out of here, go someplace else. It's okay by me. But first, I want to tell you a few things. Something's eating you. I've realized that since you first arrived. It's something you don't want to talk about either.
2: I can't talk about it.
1: All right, you can't talk about it. But you see, that's the whole trouble. You've probably built up some simple little thing in your mind until it looks like it's impossible to do anything about it. Now, I don't want to pry into your affairs. I'm not curious, Lord knows. I've seen and heard enough about life to hold me for as long as I go on ticking. But for your own good, I think you should get it off your chest. Let someone who isn't in the middle of it give you their slat on it.
2: I wish I dared do that, but but I'm afraid to, really, I am, Dale. You see, I'm sure about one thing. I haven't exaggerated the importance of it, not a bit.
1: Well, maybe you haven't. Whether you have or not... It'd still be a good idea to find out how someone else feels about
2: it. But it's asking so much of anyone to keep such a thing secret.
1: Look, hon, you don't know me very well, I grant you. But you do know Aunt Mary. Yes, I know Aunt Mary, and... And that's
2: just it. She knows. She knows what? Oh, nothing. Nothing, I... I was just thinking.
1: Well, what I'm saying is... Can you imagine Aunt Mary being friends with someone she couldn't trust?
2: Oh, no, of course not.
1: Okay, then. I'm a friend of Aunt Mary's. And she trusts me. That ought to be enough of a recommendation. Besides, if I told all the secrets I've heard in my life... (laughs) Well, no thanks. I learned to keep my mouth shut when I was a lot younger than you are. And I've never forgotten. Now, why don't you tell me what this is all about? Maybe we can dope it out together. It's worth a try, isn't it?
2: Maybe you're right, Dale. Maybe that's what I should do.
1: Now we're getting somewhere.
2: Oh, but Dale. Yeah, hon? You, you'll promise to keep it a secret. Not to tell a single person.
1: Yeah, Lisa. I promise.
0: And so Dale Shipley, in spite of Lily Devon's warning that it would accomplish nothing and her own inclination to avoid mixing in other people's affairs, finally gave in to Aunt Mary's urgent appeal, persuaded Lisa Fenner to confess what it is which weighs so heavily on her conscience. Will Lisa tell her the whole truth, that she relinquished her baby son to Kit Mead? And if she does, will Dell be able to help Lisa after giving her solemn promise to keep the information a secret?